It's all good. Yeah. They be documented. Yeah. You alright though? Who they got next? That makes me feel better. Now we really ain't gonna take shit. No bullshit. Say what? Oh shit. Who is hey, it? Listen, nah. If they lose the stream, stop riding, it'll be a riot. Oh, I got you. Because they fucking suck. Well, good. This will play into our episode for this week. <laughs> nah, they'll be, they'll be them. But it ain't helping how well the boys playing down the street. But listen, we talked about this. What time? A couple do you years think? ago. And I said, if they don't watch that shit, you know what I'm saying? Yep, because it's like you said, you gotta get, like, you have to beat the shit out of them for the first few years. So you play, all right. Trust me, basketball, that's what the fuck we gonna do. Yeah, it's not gonna be pretty. Yeah, I went Friday night. Are they playing in Wakefield? Yeah. Oh, Kobe? Yeah. It's their best player. Battlefields? Gainesville. Oh. And they still beat Garfield like that. Damn. Oh, I just beat the Garfield. Garfield? They always do. Yeah. They had six five dude out there. Yeah. Oh my God. Both times they threw to him. Didn't they have another kill like that a couple Did years you know ago? He, just said? he said what? Yeah. God damn. Okay. Not one mission today. That's Randy Moss. Listen, That's that Moss was, numbers. That was in the first quarter. That's Moss numbers. He, he caught two early and that was it. And they didn't throw them ever yes, again. He didn't have a kill like that. He went to VMI. Yeah, he was big. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm look. I'm pressing like O. Said, I'm tapping O every single time. Just tapping the shadow. Throw that shit up there. <laughs> we ain't recording yet. Let's talk. I don't want to say nothing because you just had him on the show last week. Oh. Oh. What's your favorite Madden? We are, but How long have you played the new one? I haven't played it. I'm gonna go, you know what? I'm going to go get on the way home. I might do that because I ain't got nothing to do tomorrow. I haven't honestly played Madden. I was thinking about it on the way up here. I was like, yo, 2005 was the best one. Because that one had, it was, first of all, it was Mike Vick on the cover. <laughs> and I think that's the first time when they brought that training thing. With the trials. I think that was when they first brought that out. Um, that and... Um, Where you get this joint at? The music on that joint was crazy. The music on that joint was crazy. So we first discovered Killer Mike. Oh, that joint about to be crucial. I can already tell. Yeah. It's got a strong hint. What are you talking about? Through the candy. Uh, <laughs> Everlasting Gobstopper. I'll take one. I may have said, look, this. The snozberries taste like snozberries. I, I cut that one. Uh, That's funny, man. Oh, you said you cut that oh, one? Oh, the little. Oh, okay. No, I got a little small of that. Little cubies. You want to cut it in half? They said, no, I'm not doing that. I ain't gonna be no bitch. I said, bitch. <laughs> 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 Hurry up and open again. Hurry up. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how these drinks be making you feel. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just pull out scissors and just cut that joint. Just cut the whole thing. Right? Like, nah, you, can't, can't, you can't use a resealed drain at all no more because you're like, nah, nah, nah yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a bag that I had to, cut, I had to uh, rip the top off first. Mm -hmm. get to it. I'm trying to tear it in the backseat of the Uber. Dog. 
I get the back of the Uber. My girl's like, what are you doing? What's wrong? <laughs> I'm trying to enjoy myself. Get off of your thing. I'm trying to enjoy myself. Now listen. Oh, man. All right, we can get started. All right. <laughs> Word. What up? What's going on? What's we going on? Here. You know, shout out Velocity Wings, my man George Pagonis. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to that chicken wrap I just had. That shit was smacking. Yee-hee. Oh my goodness. That shit was delicious. It was good. Though we've been coming here for years. I've never even had that thing. There's a bunch of stuff I haven't had on this menu. Bro, I've had everything on the menu. It's good. Everything is good. So what we talk about today, boys? How we doing? How was last? We took a week off. We last did. two weeks. We did. We did. We kind of needed it after that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> kind of needed it after. Right. That. Right. After that occurrence last week, we kind of needed that. That's, that's tough. We had a little. We need a little bye week. Yeah. You got regroup. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's all good. It's all good. Early season. It's all good. For those who don't know. Two weeks ago, two weeks ago, we had Patriot football coach, and um, it was right before the first game. Uh, it was you know, some optimism, of course, and things didn't go the way that um, they, de- the way they, they definitely did not. Um, I don't know if talk about any scores, but um, shout out to the uh, Westfield, Westfield football team. You know, Bulldogs. Boo. But now we're here. Uh, week three is getting ready to be underway. Uh, but let's talk some hoops. Let's get straight into it. So this is another thing I like about uh, editing these things. When you can I talk when I... My pause, yeah. I just need to make a nice little... Little nice disclaimer. Little break, nice little break in the audio so I can cut it easy. Got you. And then when we get back into it, get a little break so I can... You can pause it. You're, you're pausing right now, or we're still recording, and you're just gonna chop it out. We're still recording. I got you. That's I dope. To, yeah, I'm trying to just keep talking. It's like there's no good breaks. I understand. So it flows better. So. Only thing you gotta worry about is the back of the song. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the only know, thing. Yeah. I think to 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 do better on that, what I can do is you all have the mics closer to your face. Uh huh. Closer to your mouth. Pause. And um, that way, I can turn the gain down, and we can hear your voices better. Oh, word. So, it's a Got you. So, I'm still learning about all that extra audio stuff, but that's a lot. Um, I'm telling you, I'll try to find some, but I know I got them in my house somewhere. I'll bring in the headphones I have, the wire headphones. You can plug in here this so way. So you can hear it. Yeah. And then, you know, we can kind of Are you listening to it right now, too? Yeah, I'm making sure we're not. Because I'm here to tell you if you're clipping or not, like if your audio is too high. Got you. Crazy. Oh, that's me right there. You. Yeah. You're, uh, <laughs> you are channel one. Yeah. Channel two. Dude. <laughs> and I'm channel three. So, but anyways, all right. What do we? What do we get into? Um. You said you, said you, you want to talk, talk about you talk, you talk about what you want to talk about first. Oh, I was saying I want to talk about uh, the coaching tenure and how long how long we feel like 
how long we, I want I don't know how to pose a question but you're basically saying like longevity of coaches yeah I want to talk about what, what if they win and if they're successful and like is that a reason why they're there or you know because I feel like yeah as a, as a if you're coaching to, a program you're you feel like you're trying to instill a culture within the school right and build a I mean shit we ain't I'm sorry we're not out here to lose you know we are here to win so I'm like how long do we feel like a coach should be given leash wise to be and to hold that mantle I mean we're talking about I'm like obviously everybody can't win there's gonna be one winner when it's all said and done the ultimate goal is to win a state title we talked about other benchmarks earlier about like which obviously the state championship is not optimal for every single program every single school it's a it's a it's the ultimate challenge we talk about high school sports right so i will say we'll lower the bar down in the regional titles there's coaches that have been coaching forever that never even been to a regional title game and if you're and obviously if you're in a we're talking about basketball now obviously okay. basketball if you went to the regional title game you get to go you advance to the state tournament as a lower seed but you still get to sniff the the atmosphere of being in a state environment right now you like i said you have coaches right now that have been coaching that haven't been to a regional title game not maybe not never but haven't been in the past decade Teron's showing his um his um let's say potomac privilege right now <laughs> i mean I, we'll, yo, call, listen, we'll call we it that because that's where we came from that's where we started that's what i'm going to speak to that's there's a I lot know. of coaches that have coached for a long time that have not been to or will ever get to a regional championships um, slash quote unquote or a state tournament um, and the thing about it is which is you know it's not a bad thing but we came up in an environment where that was the expectation because those before us did it I mean you know I'm going to say this I'm going to talk about myself and then I'm going to talk about our program in high school when I was in high school at Potomac High School from 90, was it 95, 96 to 98, 99, we won three out of four regional championships. <laughs> in, the, in the, listen, hold on. In the last three years at Patriot as coaches, we've been in three straight regional championship games and won two of them. Um, and, and have a very strong, strong case that we're going to win this one this year. You know, and I'm sure that some other people would like to argue with that, but if you were a betting person and you had to pick the odds, I'm sure we'd be at the top of those odds makers list um, this year. But there's programs, you know, and it's not putting anybody down, but there's like a program, say, like in Osborne Park. When the last time they even got past the first round of the regional journey you know um had some hoopers they've had some kids right and listen it's not saying they haven't had good players not saying they haven't had good coaches but you know uh, you look at like the coach that was around at woodbridge when i was in high school um you know i know that he got to a state tournament it was a very successful coach will robinson but how many times did he not be able to get somewhere because of kendall hayes being a coach at potomac you know, so like I said, we we sound a little spoiled in what we're talking about because, it is. like you said, it's like how much time do you give a coach 
that's not getting to that point. I don't think you can look at it as from their success and wins and losses, which sounds crazy to say because we're playing a game that's based off wins and losses, but we don't get paid enough to get to keep jobs off of wins and losses. I think you can see people that are developing a good program and people that aren't. Um, are you doing things that are instilling stuff in kids to help them be better as people, men or women, um, regardless of the sport they play? Um, are you doing things that are putting yourself in position to be successful, but maybe not the best team in the area? Because like you said, we're not private schools. We can't recruit. We got to coach who we got. Uh, so I think those things are important. Now, there are some coaches across all sports. Like I'm not ever going to say anybody's names because we don't need to do that on here. That aren't doing anything. That aren't putting in effort to be better. That aren't instilling a culture that aren't making relationships with their players and making them feel safe and secure as far as being under that person that is telling them what to do every day. And somehow some of those coaches seem to keep being able to keep their jobs. And I disagree with that, but we can't base it off of if they get to this level or if they win this many games, because everybody just, everybody can't. Some people are better than others. So I like that side of it. It, my thing is also is like if you're building that culture, like obviously the winning, you feel like the winning would come with that. Now, obviously, like we said, everybody can't win. Everybody can't win that regional championship. Everybody can't win that district title game. But at least I feel like you can make strides within your tenure. And like you said, some some coaches, like you said, just aren't making that stride. It's like a uh, it's like they plateaued throughout their tenure and that's it that's all they have to offer their community their school and there I say the kids that they're coaching so that was I guess I guess you're right the wins and losses really shouldn't play a part in it but the other stuff you mentioned definitely Not should the high school level yeah I understand that that makes sense that. you that know it's sense. just it's, and that is showing my you know it's, it is showing it my is. spoil side it is it is and, and listen like I said that's okay it's the reason why we have an expectation for our guys Indeed. now uh, because that's our mindset you know we look at seasons as a failure if you don't achieve those goals yeah you know winning the district winning the region getting to the state tournament and eventually winning it we look at it like man we didn't get that done there's a lot of schools that are happy with getting to the district semifinal you know mm -hmm. that are happy to get into the first round of regional tournament yeah man look what we did i ain't gonna lie that first time we did it <laughs> right right when we were here think yeah. about that year one we our did. first year year one we were 11 and 15. we celebrated like you know, it was a we Super won Bowl. that first round playoff game at centerville. centerville we were they were the one seed mm -hmm. because we were the underdog we celebrated like man we won something and yep. it was like i remember thinking to myself i said i never thought i'd be celebrating a team that had a losing record but that was an accomplishment for it that made team sense. But at the same time, the way that season ended, I mean, double overtime with the eventual state champion in W.T. Woodson, we were trying to build to something. And that's where you get to where we're talking about. If you got coaches that aren't trying to build to something, that aren't trying to progress their program, aren't making excuses, are just doing the best they can with what they got to help those kids be better in all aspects, basketball, whatever sport it may be, but as a well-rounded person, that's what's important to me. And if they're doing that, then you just got to kind of like, listen, do the best you can. You know, because well, that like, kind of takes me back to when we, we did, a, did a sit down with uh, Rob. 
and I talked about how like yo this coaching this, the coaching that we do and the culture that we instill it's not we don't none of us coming is looking at it as a job like yeah you got to apply for it and you got to interview for it and all that stuff but this is a lifestyle that we live and instill in these kids in this community like and they see it you know what I'm saying? Look, look at where we're at right now. Like, they understand what we're trying to do and what we're trying to build. And if we didn't have that support, it, I mean, what, what would it be worth, really? I mean, like I said, it's not a job. It's a lifestyle that we live every single day, uh, all year. Basketball season only in the wintertime into the early spring. But this is a 365-day-a-year thing that we do. To be successful year in and year out and be consistent, you can't just punch a clock on this. You can't say, well, the season ended for, we'll say for every other teams that aren't advancing deep in the playoffs at the beginning of February and be like, well, we'll see him again in November. You know, uh, we're, we're doing this 10 months out of 12. You know, we take a month off after the season's over with. I've been missing y'all, man. And we take a month uh, off, <laughs> uh, when I say we, I mean, uh, me, <laughs> I mean, I've been missing y'all like crazy. Right, take, take, a, take a month off after the season and a month off in August. Um, that's what we try to do with our program. The rest of the months we going, we getting after it. Uh, you know, mm. like Dion said, we coming. Yeah, you know Amen. what I'm saying. And so we we can't get better. We can't get better if we're not working to get better. And everybody's gonna say, well, it's just high school basketball. Yeah, I get that. I understand what you're saying, but some of these kids got goals. They want to make it to the next level, you know, and it's just I'm not even trying to put what's called on blast or anybody or personal messages with each other, but I got a message from Nasir Coleman. I didn't even tell you all about this the other day because I finally wrote those seniors a, a heartfelt message for yeah. myself that finally was able to fight down the emotions to I get it you. out to them tell him that I appreciate everything he did and what they meant to us and I'm sad that we couldn't get them a state championship to go out with because they meant a whole lot to our program and Nasir said you know the goal was always for you to make us not only better basketball players um, but better young men off and on the court Amen. you know said now being at stuff 15 minutes early for y'all now I'm having to be at stuff 30 minutes early you know talking about and he's always the first one to think good and the real thing about this, and those of y'all don't know out there, that is a beyond accomplishment for Amen. my man Nas, being the first one at everything. You know, but he's learned, you know, talking about having to be at certain place at class by a certain time, or they get 10% off their grade. He says, so he was very appreciative of what we did for them, not only as basketball players, but as men um, going forward. And if they're able to play at the next level, great. If they're not, at least they're better men in the process. That's what I'm talking about. That's, that's the goal. Amen. Well, let me let me ask a little question about that. Um, and maybe maybe y'all both answered this in a way, but I see a lot of schools in the area and probably the country like they, they just build a reputation. Like you said, right? you're building something there, and it becomes an attractive place to be as an athlete, or it becomes something where all right, well now you have a system and program that is instilling these values in the, the athletes early, mm -hmm. right? So by the time they actually get to you on the high school level, they're familiar with it, right? But there can't, you, every school can't have that, 
right? Every school can't have that. Um, well, let me take that back. They can try to have that, but essentially what I'm trying to say is the talent is not always going to represent the work you're putting behind it, right? So, yeah, it doesn't make too much sense to let them go because of the record. Because they just might not, you know, for three, four-year drought, they might not just be able to, to really put the, the, the players together to execute their vision. I'm, I'm actually so glad you asked that question because that was the reason why I want to talk about his topic in the first place. Okay. The Forest Park coach was the reason why I asked this question. Girls. Girls? Yeah. They, okay. okay, so the coach at Forest Park, the year before, they were, I think they I think they were second in the district. They went on a district up in the region. They had a player of the year on their team. And the year after that, obviously, it's hard to retain. We sure talk about this all the time. It's hard to, it's hard to, hard to be good it's even hard to stay good correct right for the duration you know i'm saying to continually increase on going to incline it's hard and that's another thing that speaks to my (laughs) my spoilness i'm like we did that but that was the culture that we came from that was what it was but my thing is he was bad and i'm like they were pretty bad no, 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 no shade to They were two. They were bad. They were bad. They didn't have any that talent, is, like is, you just said. They had none. They the, lost it all. They went from being top of the district to two and twenty. And how, the, how they lose this? The, the girl graduated. They had, they had a Division One girl okay. on their team graduated. the year before. She was scarred. They could get okay. after it. They, she's graduated, and that was it. But like a private school they literally mm-hmm. got rid of him. I don't know. I don't oh, know wow. if there's any under underlying issues with the situation. All I know is that he's no longer the coach there. Okay. I, like and I said, I don't know the ins and outs of that either, of that situation. I don't know anything that happened with as far as anything else goes. But on the surface, this guy was a successful coach. He won some games above 500 in his tenure as a coach there. And he was fired via email. Wasn't even somewhere where he was brought in to be talked about. So you wonder, you know, what what are we talking about here? Mm-hmm. Um you know, we've had, in the last few years, we've had coaches fired in our district, two at OP, and one at Osborne. You know, what's the reasoning behind it? Is it, are we having realistic expectations? I know that there was a lot of people around that Osborne program last year that thought because they got a couple of transfers that they were state tournament bound. Like it's just something easy to do. And I think this is, you know, sound arrogant when I say this, why people hate us so much. Like, they, they hate us because it's and what, what T was talking about. Being good year in and year out is hard. It's really hard. So instead of you just giving people their due, and I don't need people to give us our due because we don't do it for them. But instead of people giving us our due, saying, man, those coaches work their tails off. He spends most of his time at that gym working those kids out or on the track or in the weight room with them. They're traveling all around the place trying to help these kids get better and and trying to find situations for them on the phone at all hours of the day or night talking to this person, emailing that and doing this. Instead of thinking of it from that perspective, especially some of the people that you compete with, it's got to be, well, they got to be doing something wrong. They got to be cheating. They got to be, y'all just got a bunch of talent. It's like, 
Listen, man, don't cheapen the work that we put in. Don't do that. Don't cheapen how much time we put into this and what we try to do to develop kids. And, you know, I say it every year, two years in a row, was nobody talking about Courtney Davis before that 26-1 and season. It wasn't nobody talking about Caden Bates before last season. We develop kids from the moment they walk into our school to the time that they leave, they're going to be better humans, better basketball players. Whether or not they're going to play or not is based off of them in the competition. And if you are looking at your program in that aspect of developing players to get ready for when kids graduate, you know, teams throw all their chips in and have 10, 11 seniors and then the next year be terrible and wonder what happened. Well, what were you thinking about what's going to happen in the next three years? I, I can't tell you how many times we'll be in open gyms. It's not me not being in the moment. It's not me loving the guys that we have for that team because I always love our teams. But I, I, how many times, T, have I been sitting there and be like, hey, listen, two years from now, this kid's going to be having to do this. We have We're more have conversation. We're to grow him to that. These kids are coming from middle school. This is how good they are, um, you know, that are coming to Patriot High School. You know, guys in our program, what can they do to get better so they can do this for us when it's time for them to play? We have that conversation more than we talk about Absolutely. the current, what we're doing actually so, at, the, at that very point in so time. So then when you have a program that's won the district six times in a row, won, you know, three out of the last five or six region championships and been to the final four two years in a row and the state ch tournament in three years out of seven, that's why. It's not because we just got really good players or we're bending the rules to make sure that we have good players. It kills me when people talk like that. That's, sorry, I had to get on my soapbox about that. <laughs> and it just, you know, and it's, like I said, we can't stop them from saying it. We can't stop them from feeling that way. But we can make you feel bad about it in the moment when we play you, I can tell you that much. All right, cool. I think that's good for that topic. That's good stuff. I think that's that good. was good. That's um, a whole episode right there. It, it really was. Um, we can get into uh, one more thing if y'all want. For sure. I mean, shit. Yeah, it what else? I know we were did you want to talk about, about the? Amer did you want to talk about? We just started our workouts this week. We can talk about that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, if you, I don't know if you want to get into the. Do you want to get into? Well, you, did you talk about that on air? What? The fall league schedule and who we, you want? You want to do yeah. that? Well, we can. Just give a give yeah. a quick pregame yeah, about we'll talk who about we got next. coming up because we'll play a game before we have our next meeting next Sunday. Okay. okay. True. All right. Speaking okay. of which, I'll be at the game so. I won't be here. So y'all gotta hold that shit down. Oh, um, no, the, the yeah. Meet the commanders, meet the commanders game. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Alright, alright, alright. That's cool. Um, so I'll lead in with Paulie. I'll lead in with just so what's going on. Hang in there, bro. Bro. <laughs> we saw Tony Rock last night at the improv. He's funny. Funny as hell. I gotta watch more of his stuff. I bro. mean, we were just in tears the whole night. And you said the improv too, yo. Improv is yeah. a good spot. It's yeah, a good it spot dope. to go to. I didn't know the earlier you buy your ticket, the closer you sit. Yeah. So a few of my buddies. Well, you can there. also request like specific tables. I think I thought you could. You can. You can. Um, if you hit them up earlier. It's best to go with a bunch of people though, bro, because that way they'll give you like a good table, like a good one. It's like close up. So I went with. Um, 
I went with a, a bunch of coworkers, and it was like a big old double, triple, quadruple date night. Kind yeah. Of um, my man, um, my man Greg Thomas. Shout out to Greg. He's the one who. Uh, I ain't, I ain't believe Tony Rock was gonna be coming. Hell, you ain't never seen him like before. I think I had, but it hadn't been in the stand up. I like his stand up better than his brother. That's crazy. Uh, I'm on board with that now. Um, <laughs> I'm on board with that. I didn't see his last jump. I haven't, I haven't seen. I'm going to watch one of his specials now. Um, real quick question before we get back on track. Mm. My, um, I wonder if you know my boy Greg. He played at Garfield, I think, the same time you were at Potomac. This is what I think? He played ball, Thomas. Um, and this is just going to be fun to talk shit at work. Thomas. He said he, he he knows he knows who you are. Okay. Nigga, who the fuck does it? <laughs> yeah. You play if you play sports in this like area, like. And that's what I'm thinking, like. Especially in that, especially in that around that age. Yeah. he's talking, he always talks about how good he was, and like he he was he was good, you know, blah 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 blah, but. I need some real sure. That face is familiar. Wish I could find a high school. Let me see it. But he didn't play play when I was in school. He had to be younger than me too. Is he? So that mean it makes him older than me. Okay. So maybe maybe that's what it was. Yeah. I know he knows uh shit, you know Clayton. Uh, yeah. Later, yeah, 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 yeah. So he might be there a year. And that's okay, like a year or so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what he's doing. What's up, man? Uh, Ryan, you woke up? No, I'm doing homework. Oh. <laughs> you sleepy as shit. That was crazy. It's, it's yeah. only 2 30 yeah, so, and the sun um, going down like that. For Friday, um, are you going? Yeah. Okay. Can I get 10? Uh, 10 minutes. Are you bringing your boy to uh, Thursday, Thursday and Friday? No, just Friday. Okay. No, I'm good on you then. No, is that? Um, are you doing mostly video or? What y'all doing day two? Because it's hard to make a video. I'm like that in a chilling. Especially for that one. We're doing shit. But it's like, tomorrow ain't doing shit either. Um, well, what do you want to do? I'm like, come over and mess with you. Come through, okay. kick it. We ain't doing shit. Um, I'm probably going to do video. Do mostly video. Um, I'm trying to see if I can get somebody out there now. Something shit on today. Um, I know, right? Now, what's called come over there? What's that? Came on 7 o'clock in the yeah. Florida State LSU. Nah, oh, they're right there. It's game today. Hell um, yeah. We'll be watching that then. Yeah. What kind of lens do you think you need? Yeah, I take this boy to the video. pool. He was sick the last two days. Who, Devin? Uh, yeah, like one of three times. That fool got his ass. Huh? Well, just because of. Fool got his ass. Nah, it's nah. Like, this, like, I had to pick him up early from school on Thursday. You said, what happened? I had to pick him up early from school on Thursday. On Thursday? Because he was sick. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, see how you feel because we have flag practice.
I haven't seen. I just heard from Patriot. I haven't seen if they're good or not, so I couldn't even tell you. Because if they lose that game to them, they say no, not that one. When they play Gainesville, they gotta win that game because it just the whole community gonna be talking about Gainesville better than Patriot if they don't win that game. And all those kids gonna go right over their school. Today. Yeah, I seen that shit. I'm like, bro, what? It don't even feel like that, though. Bro, what? Yes, it did. I don't know, man. I'm just tripping. Social media manager. Yeah. He's gonna be. Yeah, I'm posting all y'all shit. Everything you feed me, I'm posting it. So once we get it, um, I'm about to go over some shit with him too now. After we finish it. But um, other than that, man, um, yeah, we can meet up Wednesday because I need this uh, for Tuesday. But we can meet on Wednesday. I'm yeah, I can't off. get to those Tuesday games because my class ends at 9 o'clock. And, like, um, I got out early. I got out at 8 o'clock because, like, I'm not editing the class. But I'm still – the game was over when I got there. So, oh, yeah. it was no yeah, two, I mean, you know, if Tuesdays don't work, I can try to see you know, where I can go on Tuesdays depending on the matchups. Yeah, but it changes, ball. though. Like, when – after Monday, they don't – they go – they go, like, Monday, Wednesday – Oh, so it just depends. I mean, it varies every week, so I mean, I'm just... Okay. All right, well, we're going to finish up here. All right, sounds good. I'll Thank you. you. Damn. All right, bro. Yo, I'll see you soon, homie. Yes, sir. You coming through next week? Next week what? You call it Paulie next oh, yeah. week. Okay. All right, so I forgot I got to give you his number, too. Tony it. said he down with whatever we want to do. So yeah. I talked to Tony the other day. He said he down for whatever. What were we doing? What you say you want to talk about again? On here? Yeah. Um, do you still want to do that or no? Well, what we did the past. Oh week. yeah, it was a little summary yeah. of uh, uh, yeah, workout and uh, get ready for fall league. Yeah. All right, boys. So, what's up next uh, for Patriot basketball? What's, what's going on? I know fall league should be starting here soon. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we um we just started our our preseason stuff uh, this past week. So. 
you know, we had conditioning going on, we got lifting going on, and we got open gym going on. Um, first conditioning workout we had, we had 45 kids there, which, you know, <laughs> for a conditioning workout, to have more kids out for that than are on the football team is, is always, um, you know, encouraging as far as the level of interest in our program. Um, there are a lot of honest conversations that I, that got to happen with kids about whether or not playing or trying to play in our program is in their best interest. But we'll get to that as we go. So we had that this past week, um, and then we'll do a couple more workouts this week, and then Saturday we start uh, the fall league up at Wakefield. Yep. No, nah, I was going to say shout-out Coach Tony Bentley. He runs a great fall league. Um, a lot of good competition. Uh, I was wondering, though, I don't know if we talked about that or not, is he going to be implementing? We play halves in that, right? Yeah, we play halves, so we're not going to be playing the new VHSL rule with the no, five fouls or anything like that. So, but and they, they, they do a good job of getting us ready for a different temperament of referee. <laughs> you know? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, no, nah, we're looking forward to it. Another good chance to see teams we're not familiar with and and build upon, get ready for next season. That's what it is. There you go. And then, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's going to be a little different for us this fall league than years past. Um, you know, we're not going to play the top six guys every game because we want to try to get those bench guys some more experience and some more minutes. Um, our, our roster is going to be shaped a little interesting once we actually get to that point and get through trials but right now it's looking like a bunch of old kids as seniors and then a bunch of young kids <laughs> so it's not like you have sprinkled throughout every different type of class we're gonna have upwards of four to six sophomores possibly on our varsity team this year so and these are guys that are lacking varsity level experience so we gotta make sure that they get that in the fall because we're going to hit the ground running when the season comes. So how, how, how do you uh, determine what you're going to use fall league for? Or I guess you could really apply that to any extracurricular non-regular season tournaments or uh, leagues that you play in. Like, How do you uh, set a game plan on determining if you're going to have uh, your starters still start the game and get that work? You know, like what leads you to this decision? Uh, so just, you know, looking at this, our program over the last eight years, this is our eighth year coming in. Um, we weren't in a position to do what we're doing now. We had to go into every single situation, all guns blazing, um, so to speak, and really trying to instill into our guys what winning feels like. Uh, you know, it's just we had a lot of guys that weren't successful and hadn't been. And when you're in situations where you're not successful, you you have losing habits and you want to try to break those as much as you can. So we used to approach every, you know, team camp, fall league and summer league, like we're trying to win this whole thing. And that's not saying, you know, that we're not trying to win it in the new way that we're talking about going about it. Because people heard me talk about the top six and, and what's going to happen behind that. 
Guys, I, I hate to break it to you, but our bottom five or six are good enough to start at a lot of other schools in our area. So we're not minimizing them or saying we're not going out to try to win games. We just want to get them more opportunities than what they would get in a normal situation having those guys around that take most of the minutes away um, before we get to a regular season sort of situation. So um, this year is just something I'm just looking at doing, um, trying to, you know, have guys play some and have them sit some and see what they can see. Because you see the game from a total different perspective when you're sitting on the bench and not playing. And I remember a lot of times I'll say to those guys when they sit out, you see what now why we get so mad about this? And they'll be like, yeah, I finally see what you're talking about. Okay. So it helps those experienced guys see the game kind of from our viewpoint. Helps those inexperienced guys get minutes without the pressure of knowing that the guy that plays in front of them normally is waiting to come back in if they make a mistake. Uh, so it's just something that I'm looking at doing this year. And, you know, we'll try it a few games if I don't like it. We'll go back to doing it the way that we did before. But I think it's important for our development, not only for this season, but going beyond this. So when you're when you're uh, looking at your roster, right, and just just follow me here on what I'm, what I'm trying to do with this question. Um, it's important to make sure um, one through, what is it, 12? 12, 12 15, we, we've, had, we've had upwards of 15 on the roster, yeah. Okay. So... Uh, Every position, every player on that team understands their role, right? You got to understand that year or that moment, this is what your role is. It could change. You need to be able to adjust and adapt. Correct. You know, and get some good on court experience. In the fall league, I, I see it. I see why that happens. Now, I'm wondering if you were putting together a team from scratch, right? Like how Team USA has to do it based on. Mm -hmm who is available for you, right? Right. How important is it to still have those guys who understand their role versus picking the best available um, players you, you, you have to choose from? Okay, when, when picking a roster, um, it's, I always talk about this with our coaches and whoever else, you know, ask me about it. Picking the top seven guys is, is easy. That's simple. Uh, you know, you know the guys that are going to end up playing. You know the guys that are going to play the minutes. So those are easy to pick out. It's picking the bottom three or four players, which becomes difficult. Because a lot of times, especially if you're like the last like two guys or so, you're probably not going to play very much, if at all. Are you still going to approach every day with the same level of work that you would if you knew you were going to get out there and play? Are you still finding ways to improve even though you're not playing day in and day out? So when you're looking at that and, you know, like I said, we're blessed and we're in a good situation that, you know, even once we get past our top seven, eight, even ten guys, those next, like, maybe three to five guys are still really, really good and really talented. Um, we, we, uh, we touched on it earlier in this podcast – Caden Bates didn't touch the floor for us his junior year. Didn't play. Caden Bates is one of the best guards in the state his senior year and is a college basketball player. So we're blessed enough that we have the abundance of talent in our program that we still are picking from very talented guys for those last few spots. 
but even if we weren't you have to find the right type of mental makeup for those guys to get your guys better that are getting ready to play and not have an attitude about it not you know take the energy away from what you're trying to do because they're not getting what they want out of it in the moment so um i can't imagine what it's like trying to pick from the best players in the world i'm just trying to pick from the best players in the <laughs> noakesville bristow gainesville area that come to patriot high school <laughs> you know so if I had to pick from the best players in the world, you know, obviously it made it a little bit easier for them because some guys decided not to play. Mm-hmm. But you got to find the guys that are going to fit not only what you're trying to do from a team standpoint, but in those situations with USA Basketball, guys that have games that translate to what FIBA is. And as you can see right now, just on their roster, Brandon Ingram is an amazing NBA player. Mm-hmm all-star caliber player he has done a whole lot of nothing for team usa in yeah. in the world championships yeah, I'm glad you bring that because up. his game doesn't necessarily fit in what fiba is you know and as a guy that played overseas and played in europe and you know and knew a lot of guys and played in summer leagues with guys that were nba guys and whatnot it's a completely different game not as much one-on-one and and being able to do the things that you can do so i have a respect for guys that are able to go out there and do those things well um you know some guys it doesn't hurt them it translates regardless because they're just great um but some struggle with it and some don't you know anthony edwards doing a really good job of playing at a high caliber for team usa right but you can look at guys throughout history 2004 that team on paper, even though they didn't have the best guys, Kobe wasn't playing, yeah. and KG didn't play, and that year who was an MVP, but they still had Tim Duncan, they still had Allen Iverson, they still had um, Amari Stoudemire, Stephon Marbury, Marion Carlos Boozer. I can't remember. They had young LeBron, young Wade, young Melo, and they lost. You know. Because they played against, first of all, those national teams have a sense of pride in that more so than us in the United States and their national team. Second, those guys are pros and have probably been pros since they were 14 years old and have been playing together on said national team since they were teenagers with those same guys. So they have that sense of camaraderie and synergy within them. And then you add in the fact that they're super talented and know that game and how those games are refereed. You can't just roll the ball out and think it's going to work out for you. And we saw that. Lithuania kicked our butt earlier today. Yep. Yep. And that's a perfect that's a perfect um, example that, that, that happened uh, early this morning, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Is, I think uh, Team USA lost 110-104 um, to, to Lithuania. It wasn't that close either. No. They were down 17 at halftime. Oof. Oof. I saw Austin Reese fouled out. Uh, Anthony Edwards, um, I guess, tried his best to bring it back. He did. He had like 35. Yeah. 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 And he can hoop. He's, he needs to get out of Minnesota, but we can save that for him. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, You're going to have some Minnesotans uh-oh. mad at us. I'm just, I'm just, I'm right. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 like they're Canadians. <laughs> but it's, they're close. 
But when you have when you have a roster built out like that, right? Um, and I guess the coaches, uh, what's the coaches staff? Steve Kerr, Eric Spolstra, um, a bunch mm-hmm. of other phenomenal head coaches and just coaches in general. Right. Um, we want to assume, right, as, as fans, that they know what they're doing and building out that team, and I'm sure they do. But you know, as soon as you blow that whistle and the, the game starts, you're playing against other professionals. Correct. Right? And maybe some of them don't have the talent to make it and stay in the NBA, right? But there's still a lot of cohesion on those teams, familiarity. Absolutely. That Team USA is never really going to have. No. Because we're always going to be putting new players there. Which is what they've tried to alleviate with how they do things now with having team. Like if you commit, you got to commit for a certain number of years, you know, through the world championships, through the the Olympics. So they're guys that play together and they're not just throwing a team together that was never around each other. Um, but it's it's still never going to be the same, you know. So it just you just hope that the guys that they get for that four year or six year cycle um, are the top guys and can go out there and represent us like. You know when the redeemed team had to come back, and and you know then obviously again in 2012, you know being what they were. Um, so that Netflix doc was great. Too. It was great, man. It was great. That it was was the, great. Um, rest in peace, the late great Kobe Bryant. If you were doubting whether or not his greatness, please go watch that and see how the rest of these great players looked at him. That should tell you everything you need to know. So uh, to to send us off, all right. Uh, U.S. Uh, sprinter Noah Lyles, hmm. um, Olympic champion. I think he, what he won, um, he won 200. And um, after he was, you know, he's being interviewed, uh, he made some comments, some choice words. Uh, to paraphrase, I don't have it in front of me. Um, essentially, he uh, he aired some grievances on the NBA champions calling themselves world champions. Uh, I'm sure y'all are already familiar with everything. I just want to hear your take on, uh, on exactly what he said. What do you, do you agree, disagree? Uh, let's let's just hear it real quick. I got to go first. All right, listen. I, I'm going to play devil's advocate. I understand what he was trying to say. He just didn't say it the right way, and it sounded conceited in the way he was saying it. But we talked about this a little bit. It's like... Okay, the NBA champion is one team not comprised of the best players of that said national team, which would be the USA, correct? Like I said, I understand what you're trying to say. Like, that one team could possibly struggle against, let's say, let's use in this case Lithuania today. See, there you go. Just so I just, they can say whatever they want. You take the best team from the NBA. They are not struggling against a team from another part of the world. Could it be competitive? Yeah. Maybe something for a quarter or two? Absolutely. But if you take the best NBA team and put them against the best, let's say, professional team from Europe, Euro League, whatnot. It's not close. I don't care what anybody says. I just don't, it's no way. 
Uh, just so when they call themselves world champs, which they haven't really done in the last 15 years or so, to be honest with you, they've been made a point to say NBA champions. Like baseball. NBA, NFL yeah, did that. You know, NFL, they do world but champs. But you're looking at the best league in the world. Yeah, I understand so it. So why wouldn't they feel like it's world champs? I, you know, I just... He, that was one of those things where those track dudes were sitting around having one of their powwows, and they're like, man, I'm going to say this next time I get on camera. <laughs> and the joke didn't land the way he wanted it to. It was like, ah, oh, they're not really world champs. Like, bro, relax. All right? Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. That's, that's good. That's good. That's good. Oh, are they or are they not world champs? He said, are they or are, are they, they, are they not world champs? That's the question. I mean, yeah. technically, no. Okay. Yeah. I'm cool with it then. Yeah, they're, techni they're technically not. I don't but, know if anybody but, would really but see us. But that. see us is what you're saying. Right. right. <laughs> I got exactly. you. I got you. Yeah. So, I mean, all the best players in the world come and play there. Correct. If you're, it's just, I've heard people use the comparison uh, with some of the European football leagues, right? If you're playing over there, mm -hmm. right, you are considered one of the best footballers in the world. Right. Right? I'm talking about soccer now, yeah, right? Talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. we got to make sure we talk talking yeah. about oh, my yeah. bad, my bad, football. He's trying to be trying to be worldly, technically yeah. correct. We're trying to appeal to the masses. Go to the Lord. Go to Lord. So I'm talking about that. Uh, I got you. But if you come over and play in the MLS and you only can play in the MLS, right, why, why would you try to consider yourself or, or your club team Mm -hmm. like, just because you win the MLS title, that doesn't mean you're a world champion. Well, if an MLS player said that, that'd be insane because the MLS isn't the best soccer league in the world. Yeah, we understand exactly. that. That's exactly. what we're. That's that's the that's part. The difference. That's the, that's that's the, the difference. That's the difference. You know what I'm saying? Like the NFL can be like, hey, we're world champs because ain't nobody from NFL Europe, if it still existed, <laughs> gonna be like, hey, I'm gonna go play the Chiefs and see how this works out. Nah, you know? Yeah. Like, listen, baseball, you can maybe argue because there's yeah. some very good players and you know in the Japanese leagues and down there in the Dominicans and Cuba and all those other type places. Yeah. But you know, if you had the best team from Major League Baseball play against the best professional team from Japan, I think that we all safe to say that the best team would be the Major League Baseball team. Obviously. Right? Yeah. But yeah. if Real Madrid decide to come play DC United, we know how that's going to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, mad and, and, and Real Madrid not even <laughs> like that right now. You know what I'm saying? Nah, so, for real. Well, you know, so in those preseason years, I remember and they bring it up from time to time, um, Luca playing with his team. Right. Oh. right? And they came They're actually the playing against Real Madrid this year. Oh, they are? Dallas is in the preseason. Yeah. And we see how those games go. And listen, it's possible, man. But sometimes they're, you know, it's still a preseason game. Thing, you know, like, I remember a while back, it was one of those teams came over and beat the Cavs when they were really bad. Mm-hmm. And that's how what's called ended up getting his job. Yeah, David Black. Uh, Parker's brother. Oh. Tony yeah. Parker's oh. No, it was, it, it, I can't remember. He played with the Raptors, played with the Cavs. But, and, you know. Anthony Parker. Yeah, but, like, those teams are good. I'm not saying they're not yeah. good. And Europe, European basketball is hard. You know, people, like, it's not semi-pro. It's, you're a pro over there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I'm coming to work every day. That's why, like, when 
J. Cole just randomly popping up on pro teams over there. I'm like, that is absurd. Why are you guys allowing this? You know what I'm saying? Because he can dunk. Me, From as, album. me, if I was hooping at that point in time and I'm struggling to try to get a job, murdering and, this, and this rapper just come over here and get a job on my team getting two points a game? Yeah. Come on, bro. You taking an import spot. Getting eight shots. You know what I'm saying? Like, go somewhere with that. And on that note, we can go ahead and sign off. All right. Uh, it's been another eventful <laughs> talk. Eventful talk, boys. So we made up our mind I'm on getting uh, better. I'm getting uh, better. Um, on the name. Oh. We all want, we all want I, I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad. What, we, what did we decide on? Mentally tough, right? Mental toughness. Mental yeah, toughness. Wrong. We didn't spell it the. Yeah, the mental. Yeah, the mental. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that joint was fire. I don't care what you say. Whatever, bro. Germain. There's nothing Cole. fire about mental. <laughs> mental. Mental. Sounded very sassy. That's fire. You, you love R and B. All right, everybody. We'll catch y'all next week. All right, man. Yeah. Have a good one. Have Peace. a safe Labor Day. Yeah, yeah. happy yep. Labor Day. Be sure, everybody. Eat a glizzy. <laughs>